Hey, what's up, guys? It's Chris, and welcome to the 10th and final episode of the season of my podcast, Chris Behind the Mic. Did I just say that? The last episode of season one? I can't believe that we did this together. We got through the first season. Of course, when I started it, I had my guests planned out and what things I wanted to talk about. But the fact that we've done 10 episodes all together is so crazy to me. I cannot wait to do more. So for me, the holidays have always represented a time of giving. I feel like because of the last year of struggle that we've lived in, or I guess two years now, there's so much giving that we can do to those that are in need. The holiday season is a great time to give back and say thank you to those who work so hard. And that's what this episode is all about. We're going to be finding out ways that we can come together and support those organizations and charities within our community. So first up, we're going to be hearing from Megan Heron. Megan is a program director at the Children's Foundation of Guelph and Wellington. Megan is going to share some ways that we could support them during this time of the year. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak on your podcast on behalf of the Children's Foundation of Guelph and Wellington. My name is Meg Heron. I'm the program manager for Free to Grow and Adopt a Family. Hi, Megan, and thank you so much for being willing to chat with me on this week's episode of the podcast. Now, I'm sure there's a lot you want to share about the Children's Foundation of Guelph, but why don't you start out with the basics and just talk about what the foundation is all about. The Children's Foundation of Guelph and Wellington is a local organization helping children, youth, and families. We envision a community where every child and youth has the opportunity to participate, learn, and grow to reach their full potential. We do this through our four core programs, our student nutrition program, Food and Friends, our Free to Grow program, which provides support for kids to play sports, engage in the arts, go to camp, develop life skills, and receive mental health support, our scholarships program for post-secondary education, and lastly, our Adopt-A-Family program, which is the main program at this time of year and the one I will be speaking about today. Okay, I gotta say, and I'm sure the listeners will agree, it's so incredible how many programs you guys offer. You know, kids can struggle with so many different things from such a young age. And you guys have decided, as the Guelph and Wellington Children's Foundation, that you're going to help these kids get through it. I know so many kids who absolutely love and adore sports, so I love that you guys have dedicated a program to that. But then I also love the other side where you've said, okay, we're going to help these kids plan for post-secondary and help with finances. So the Adopt-A-Family program that you guys do at the foundation is a pretty big one during the holiday season. So considering the time of the month that we are in, why don't you talk a little bit about that next with us, Megan? Our Adopt-A-Family program matches donors with families in need in order to make the holidays shine a little bit brighter. Families are referred to the Children's Foundation by social service agencies who have identified they are in need. With the jolly determination of Santa and the Elves, we bring hope and joy home for the holiday season for children, youth, and families in our local communities. Currently, this program is supporting over 1,400 families, which is similar to last year. Now, the holiday season can be a tough one for sure for a lot of those families who are struggling. So to say that we're helping 1,400 families through your adoptive family program is a pretty big deal and it's something to be proud of. 
We're showing these families that they're not alone during a tough time and they always have these groups and these foundations to lean on for support. Now the adoptive family program is pretty incredible and it's a great way to take part in this foundation, but it's not the only way you can help them out. Megan is going to share some ways that we can actually send some things their way and donate to them during this holiday season and beyond into the new year. In 2020, our adoptive family program supported a record amount, which was 1,434 families, which included over 3,000 children and youth in our community. This year, we've seen a similar number, around 1,400, and we have been able to support all the families who were referred before the cutoff but we do still take emergency referrals, so the continued support of cash donations and gift cards help us support and ensure that all families um, can receive assistance all the way up to the holiday season. Um, the other positive about gift card donations is that they allow families to feel the sense of empowerment, giving them the opportunity to have dignity and choice when purchasing items for their families. So as Megan mentioned, gift cards are a great way to support the current families of the foundation. And the best part, you can do it all year round, not just during the Christmas season. So if you're listening right now and you're interested in making a donation, you can find out all the details through their website, www.childrensfoundation.org. Now, Megan, you've actually heard back from some of the families that have been supported through your adoptive family program, and they sent back a message to you through email that you would like to share on the show today. Please give my biggest heartfelt thank you I could ever muster to the family that supported us. I can't believe what they gave, and I cried opening the bags. I am truly so thankful and grateful that words could never express how I feel. I'm shocked by it all. It is so amazing. I'm so happy that you were able to share that with us, Megan, because it truly shows how much the Adoptive Family Program is going a long way in our community. I'm sure many people adopt a family as a good deed during the Christmas season, but a lot of people may not realize how much that can really impact a family who is struggling. A huge thank you goes out to Megan for joining me today to chat. This is one of the charities that are going to be speaking on the show today. So thank you so much, Megan, for finding some time to record some voice memos about the Guelph and Wellington Children's Foundation. You can find out all the details about their foundation by visiting www.childrensfoundation.org. All the details on their programs can be found on there, as well as ways that you can take part and donate. The Food Bank of Waterloo Region is another big organization that is known for making a huge difference in our community. Okay, so before we start learning about it together, I found a little video on their YouTube channel that I'm going to attach a voice memo from so that you can learn about their Fall 2021 mission. When you donate directly to the Food Bank of Waterloo Region, every $1 you give provides three healthy, nourishing meals. How? Because you're not just donating to a food bank, you're powering a network. A network that acquires, coordinates, and distributes food from farms, restaurants, food distributors, and the community. To help people in need, we're a network of committed volunteers and staff that sort and store millions of pounds of food each year. And a network that partners and distributes food to over 100 community programs and agency partners to deliver 
healthy meals to the community. The Food Bank of Waterloo Region reaches more than 33,000 people per year, and the need continues to grow. Think about that. Every single year, 33,000 people and families are being helped by simple donations to the Food Bank of Waterloo Region. That's huge. I'm sure many of us can agree that if we walk into our pantries right now, there's always those extra cans of foods sitting on the back shelf. Take those foods and hand them over to the food bank. They would donate those to families who truly need them, especially during a time like this. Okay, so to put things more into perspective, three plates of food is a lot of food, and that only requires a $1 donation from the community. So those extra loonies that are sitting back on our dressers right now now have a purpose. Those can go towards a full days of meals for a family who's struggling. So through their website, we can learn more about their mission. Through community partnerships, we obtain and distribute emergency food from our neighbors for our neighbors. And that is stated on their website, www.thefoodbank.ca. So of course, the Food Bank of Waterloo Region would not be possible without their countless volunteers and staff that work so hard to make sure to help those in our community. And you can get involved today with the Food Bank as well, and it's pretty easy. Becoming a volunteer, you just need to visit their Get Involved Volunteer tab on their website, and all the details are there to sign up. Now you can learn through their website under the volunteer tab that there is a lot of volunteer roles that are currently on hold. But right now, warehouse support and drivers are the two that they're really in need of. Drivers to pick up community donations or complete deliveries to network partners, along with some warehouse support to assist with building hampers and sorting perishable and non-perishable donations that come to the food bank. Hunger can happen to anyone, anywhere, at any time. When you support the Food Bank of Waterloo Region, you're investing in your community for your neighbors. Make the difference in your community by ensuring no one goes hungry. This holiday, give generously. Give today. And sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to find those non-perishable food items in your pantry. And that's totally okay because actually they also accept cash donations through their website underneath the donate tab. And to make it even easier, it's pretty simple as well. Just fill out a form underneath the donate tab as I mentioned and all the details will be attached on there for you. Help feed a hungry family today by making a donation to the Food Bank of Waterloo Region. And remember, you can always make those cash donations on their website, www.thefoodbank.ca. Okay, who's ready to learn about another amazing organization in our community? A Better Tent City is a pretty big deal in Kitchener-Waterloo. They work together to create a happy and healthy environment for the homeless community. Now to understand things a little bit better, a better tent city is 24 insulated cabins along with an indoor warming space, garbage, recycling, kitchens, washrooms, showers, and laundry, and of course, a safe and caring environment for the homeless community. And I can tell you it's making a pretty big difference based off the many stories that are on their website. You know, the people that are living on their streets came from nothing. So they appreciate the small things like having a shelf to put some things on, as well as some power to have some light. And all these things are of course provided by the 24 insulated cabins at A Better Tent City. 
Now, they are super busy, but they've always got their hands working. They're currently creating 10 new private indoor living spaces. Now, like anything else, there's always a price tag attached, and that's where you can come in to make some donations to help them out. Now, we can learn through their website, www.waterlooregion.org slash city that these donations that are going to be getting sent in are going towards those larger building requirements that come with a little bit of a bigger price tag, but they're going to be focusing more specifically on some wiring for the new 10 indoor cabins, along with some heating for the outdoor ones as well. And you can come together with a better tent city today and create some change. If you would like, you can send a donation to sdcwr at waterlooregion.org and attach an e-transfer with the amount of your choice. And keep in mind, all those donations and e-transfers will go towards some of the things that I mentioned earlier on in the show. And now always remember that cash donations are not all that a better tent city accepts. They would love your time to volunteer with them. You can send an email to abtc at waterlooregion.org to find out more about their volunteer opportunities. Let's all work together with a better tent city to create a happy and safe, healthy environment for the homeless community in Waterloo Region. We can do this. Now, there's so many amazing organizations that do such a big part in our community to create change. These are just three that I chose to mention on today's episode. Now, for a lot of us, it's a lot easier to learn through scrolling through an Instagram page. So I'm going to attach the two Instagram pages from today's show. So at Foodbank, W-A-T-R-E-G, is the Foodbank of Waterloo Region Instagram, as well as at A Better Tent City to learn more about A Better Tent City on Instagram. This episode was not sponsored by any of the organizations mentioned. I just wanted to use my platform to shed some light on some of the amazing groups of people in Waterloo Region. Now it's almost time to wrap up the show for the last time of the season, but I want to mention a very special foundation in the Kitchener-Waterloo Region and beyond. The Brooke Myers Legacy Fund dedicated to the absolutely incredible Miss Brooke. Her smile could light up any room and her laugh was infectious and she's a huge inspiration to thousands of dancers in the Kitchener-Waterloo region. Years and years ago, I actually had the opportunity to dance at Dance Adventure, which is Miss Brooke's studio. Now, obviously, with how young I was, I don't remember too, too much from being in the studio, but I will always remember how supportive Miss Brooke is. Whenever you needed help on the dance floor, she was always there to help you. And the biggest reason for that is because Miss Brooke taught with her heart. She wanted to make sure to share her passion with her dance students. This year has been extremely hard for her dancers and her family and friends. This past April, we lost Miss Brooke to a 15-month battle with breast cancer. Her legacy will live on forever and ever, and that's where her legacy fun comes in. So through the homepage of the Legacy Fund on www.kwcf.ca, we can learn that Brooks family has established the Brooke Myers Legacy Fund, a charitable fund in Brooks' honor, and to continue Brooks' legacy for her love and support of the dance community in the region of Waterloo. 
Through this fund, grants will be offered to dance students in need from any studio in the area to allow them to further develop their passion for dance, just like Brooke would love. So as I mentioned, Brooke had a huge passion for dance, and this is a great way to continue that legacy. I know if she was here today, she would absolutely love that this was planned. You can make a donation to Miss Brooke's Legacy Fund today by visiting www.kwcf.ca slash missbrooke. Scroll all the way down to the page and select Make a Donation. And if you would like to learn more about the Brooke Myers Legacy Fund, you can contact 519-725-1806 or send an email to info at kwcf.ca. And during this holiday season, let's be sure to keep Miss Brooks' family in our thoughts during this difficult time being around Christmas. Thank you, Miss Brooke, for being such an inspiration to so many dancers in our region and beyond. Your legacy lives on forever. Okay, it's come to that time of the show where we're closing off the 10th and final episode of Season 1 of Chris Behind the Mic. I can't believe it. This has been so much fun to record podcast episodes for you guys, and the amount of support is so crazy for the first season. So I want to say a huge thank you to all my listeners. You guys have no idea how much you're impacting this big dream that I have. And I found out a couple weeks ago that I got accepted into the Conestoga College program for September 2022 radio broadcasting, which is of course the bigger picture, and that's where Chris Behind the Mic starts the stream. I had some pretty great guests this season who deserve a huge thank you. Tanya, Sierra, my mom, Tracy, my brother, Carter, Miranda, Abby, Keisha, Chantel, and Amanda. Thank you guys so much for joining me the past nine episodes. I had so much fun recording them, and I can't wait for season two guest. It was so much fun. And a huge thank you to my parents and family and friends as well. You guys were so supportive during this dream. I remember I went to my parents and I was like, I want to start a podcast. And I came down in my basement. I did a lot of research on how to start social media pages and stuff like that. And then both my parents came together and created a studio for me and everything in between. So thank you so much for all that you do. And to everyone who shared Instagram posts on Instagram stories and anything on social media, you guys are a big reason why I had the season that I had. Well, that's it. And that's a wrap of season one, the best season. But I do got to say season two is going to be pretty amazing. And I'm going to try and top season one. You can always stay connected with me through social media during this time at Chris behind the mic on all platforms before I get into season two. Well, I will see you guys next season. I'm signing off for the last time on season one of Chris behind the mic. See ya.